Good morning. This is your host, Sophia Nelson, and this is a special edition of the One America podcast. (sighs) Yes, that's all I can do is sigh, right? January 6th, 2021, a day that will absolutely live in infamy, a day that not since the attacks on Pearl Harbor, not since the attacks of 9-11, not since the breach, the breach of 1814 during the war of 1812 has the United States Capitol been in peril? Has it been penetrated? Has our nation been immobilized in shock and horror at what we watched unfold on national television? On a day that should have been ceremonial, on a day that for 224 years, out of the 243 years of this great republic, Every president of the United States, starting with George Washington and ending with the last one, Barack Obama, has peacefully transferred power to their successor, have welcomed them to the White House, have sat and supped with them and briefed them. The same with the vice president, welcoming the incoming vice president-elect. None of that happened. And I'm angry this morning. If you watched Morning Joe, my friend Joe Scarborough was on fire, as was Mika, as was Eddie Glaude, as was everybody on Morning Joe this morning. And it was one of the best shows ever because they were angry. And I'm angry. And I'm angry because how in the hell did we let this happen, America? I know that those of you who are listening around the world are in shock. Those of you who look to America as the great beacon of light, as that shining city on a hill, saw it plundered, saw it pummeled, saw it beaten and bloodied and bowed. Four people died yesterday in the United States Capitol. It looks like there was a massive security breach that perhaps was not accidental. There'll have to be an investigation. But I worked on Capitol Hill for many years as a Senate intern, as a congressional intern, as a Republican National Committee intern, as a committee counsel. I've worked on Capitol Hill for a good portion of my life. And this was pre 9-11 and you couldn't get in. You couldn't disrupt They would arrest you. You would be stopped. There are places you can't go. And now with the new visitor center and the way that they created a perimeter for security, how the hell did 30,000 people get into our Capitol, break windows, ransack offices, get into the Speaker of the House's suite of offices and get into her papers and ransack the Senate floor? Thank God for the thinking Senate pages who grabbed the electoral certificates and hid them as members of the Senate and the House were cowering in fear. And yet Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, traitors to this republic, they should be removed. They should not be seated. 121 members of the House of Representatives voting for uh, the objection to the certificates to certify Joseph R. Biden as president. 121 after the bloodshed, after the ransacking, after the mayhem caused directly by one Donald John Trump, 
president of the United States of America who must be removed. Mike Pence, find your damn soul, find your heart, find your courage. You need to invoke the 25th Amendment. Every major paper is calling for it. Corporate CEOs are calling for it. Trade associations in Washington, members of Congress, members of the clergy. He's dangerous. He is a threat to the national security of the United States of America. He presents a clear and present danger to the safety, the domestic tranquility of these United States of America. He sat and he incited and he stoked. And this just didn't happen yesterday. Let us be clear. This was a massive security breach, a massive security failure. The mayor of D.C., Muriel Bowser, asked for the National Guard and her request was denied, interestingly. And when the National Guard was finally called out from neighboring states like my native Virginia and Maryland, it took them five hours to get to Washington. The damage had been done. These men ran around our damn capital with Confederate flags blazing, not even in the 1860s during the height of the Civil War when Lee threatened with his army to come across the Potomac. Did they breach the U.S. Capitol? The treasonous flag, the traitor's flag of the Confederacy never flew once inside our Capitol. And yesterday that happened. These were flags that bore the name of Donald Trump, an authoritarian leader who tried to pull off a coup. These weren't patriots. These were punks. These were not disrupts disruptors. They were demigods. These are not American citizens. They were insurrectionists. They committed sedition and they must be held to account. Don't even get me started about the double standard that we watch play out from law enforcement that beefs up whenever Black Lives Matter has a march, that beefs up whenever there are protests for the Affordable Health Care Act, that beefs up with full army gear and full military gear and it's out in full force Whenever there's a peaceful protest of people of color in this country or women in this country. But yesterday, wild-eyed, crazy, angry, aggrieved Trump followers by the thousands poured into the United States Capitol and shut it down. They ran off guards running for their lives. Like I said, four people are dead. They broke windows. They climbed on buildings. They defiled the Senate chamber. They defiled the House chamber. Our cradle of democracy, our very capital, Lincoln oversaw the dome that is on the Capitol to this very day. Our founding fathers set in motion this great republic, never believing that something like what happened yesterday could happen here. Oh, they knew that one day we might get a Donald Trump. That's why they set forth the impeachment clause and the removal clause. That's why we have a 25th Amendment. We must act. Donald Trump is not fit. He was never fit, but he damn sure ain't fit to remain president for another two weeks. What's next? A nuclear war? What's next? An assault? What's next? He sends out the military? What's next? What does he do next? As he refuses to admit he lost the election fair and square, there was no fraud. There were no irregularities. That's bullshit. Let's call it for what it is. It did not happen. And to those of you that blindly watch Fox News and you listen to Breitbart and you listen to Beck and you listen to Levin, they're liars. They're grifters. These are all rich white men who make tens of millions of dollars off of their books and off of their shows and off of their grifting off of you. 
I saw the people that came to the Capitol yesterday. These weren't Ivy League educated people like Holly and Cruz who clerked for the Supreme Court, men who damn well know better than to do what they did yesterday in this cradle of democracy. They ought to be removed, not just by the voters of their state, but by their colleagues who have the power by a two-thirds vote to unseat those members in the House and to unseat those senators. Seven of you, seven United States senators signed on after the insurrection to protest Pennsylvania's votes. It is a disgrace what happened in this America yesterday. If I'm Russia right now, if I'm China right now, if I'm North Korea, how the hell do we end up being lectured by Erdogan of Turkey, a murderer, a thug, like his buddy Assad in Syria? People who don't believe in free and fair elections, people who hate the West and who hate democracy mocked us yesterday. They called us hypocrites and liars because we let a wild man run wild in this country for the last four years. We've watched the Republicans make excuses and turn the other way. We've watched religious conservatives and evangelicals bathe in the racism of Donald Trump and make excuses, calling him the second coming, all while attacking the last president, a married man to one woman, father of two children by that same woman, man who went to church every Sunday with his family, man who doesn't cheat on his wife, man who's never paid off a porn star, man who was damn well born in the United States of America. That man they called the Antichrist. That man they called a Muslim. That man they hate. Wake up, America. This is us. Wake up, America. This is who we are. Don't keep saying on the networks, this is not who we are. Yeah, it is. It is who we've always been. This country started in protest and riot. Never forget that. And it may have been a righteous cause at that time to buck up against the king, to buck up against the tyranny of the British army. Absolutely. The British army was out of control. It was patrolling people, it was ransacking people, it was killing people. It deserved to be bucked up against. Our founding fathers got it right when they dumped the tea in the harbor. But this... This is insurrection. This is sedition against your government. Donald Trump is not a king. He is not an authoritarian leader of America, although he tried to pull off a coup. When I went on TV two months ago on CNN and said the word coup, people were like, oh, Sophia, that's extreme. No, and then I said it again, and then I said it a third time, and each time I backed it up with facts to show where we were headed. This was always going to happen. Look at your social media. Look at Facebook. These people weren't shy about what they were coming to Washington to do on January 6, 2021. The president incited them. And then the son of a bitch did. What did he do after that? He put out a video, a video saying he loved them and saying they were special. Why is Donald Trump still in office? That's what I want to know. And that's what tens of millions of Americans want to know this morning. Why is he still there? If we can't remove this man after all he's done, if we can't get him out of there for the next 14 days to preserve the country, we have a new president that needs to be inaugurated on January 20th. Is it safe? Is it even safe for him and and Vice President-elect Harris to take the oath outside? Are these people coming back? Is there another plan? Will will they attack state capitals? What happens once he leaves? Twitter, finally, 
after years of letting him violate their rules, finally shut his account down. Facebook did. Instagram did. Even Snapchat did. But it's too little, too late. I don't want to hear from Mick Mulvaney and Kellyanne Conway and all the rest of you who coddled this man for four years and looked the other way. Now you want to resign and protest? Now you're upset? Now you can't do it anymore? Really? Come on. Really? Get out of here. You are rats scurrying from a sinking ship. And we see you. And we're going to call out your names. And we're going to hold you accountable. Folks, listen to me. Let me be unequivocal. What happened in the United States yesterday, in the great, beloved United States of America, was nothing less than a bloodless coup that actually shed some blood. It was fevered, frothing, fomented anger that erupted. People who were fed a lie by the commander-in-chief that... Their votes didn't count, that the election was stolen, that Cesar Chavez, I'm sorry, Hugo Chavez, I can't keep it straight. There's so many conspiracy theories, so much lying, so much nonsense, so much misinformation that has been bubbling and oozing over the last three months. This was inevitable. I want to know where the National Guard was. I want to know how the hell... They got into our capital, into the people's house, and did what they did and walked away without consequence. Black people can't even get stopped by the police in a random routine traffic stop without fear that they might not walk away from that traffic stop if that officer feels threatened or if that officer doesn't like their tone. We have been shot and killed often. In these instances, black people can't walk and reach for something in their car without being shot in the back seven times. Nobody's held accountable. Breonna Taylor sleeping in her home, watching her her TV, resting in her bed with a knockless warrant. Wrong house, wrong people. She's dead. Twelve million dollar settlement, but nobody got arrested. No accountability. That's America. That's who we are. Let's not lie anymore. We can use this moment for good. Or we can continue to use it for evil. The choice is going to be ours. But this woman on this day commits herself to helping unite this country. Not by kumbaya, singing songs and pretending this didn't happen, but with truth. And speaking truth to power. Stacey Abrams, my sister, you are one bad girl. Thank you for what you did in Georgia. Thank you for your preparation. Thank you for your care. Thank you for what you did to bless this country by keeping that monster out of power. You saved this republic. And 100 years from now, they're going to say you did. Because it was your organization and your focus that did this. It was your organization and your focus that helped America keep Donald Trump from a second term. Thank you for what you did. Thank you. Folks, that's all I got for you today. I will report back over the weekend. I'll be on TV over the weekend. I am writing now back where I started at the GRIO, as well as for the Washington Post and for USA Today. And I'm going to be uh, an editor over at the GRIO now. Uh, I've been turning out pieces. I got one coming. It might be online now. I haven't been back on my line 
yet because I am talking to you on this podcast, but I want you to be clear that democracy was assaulted yesterday, that the perpetrators got away with it, the perpetrators were white and male, and they were not held accountable, that law enforcement looks complicit on some level, that the Capitol Police failed to protect the Capitol, that the National Guard that was called out by the mayor was denied, and it looks like these people got a free pass for hours to sit to climb, to deface, to demean, to disgrace, to walk through the capital of the United States with a traitorous, seditionist flag of the Confederacy. Flags bearing the name of Donald Trump. They looked like monsters. They looked insane. Do you think any black or brown people could have done that in this country and lived to talk about it? Time to wake up. Time to say this is who we are. This is over. No more playing with Donald Trump. He needs to go today. And if not today, tomorrow, the Congress of the United States and the vice president must act. Donald Trump is a threat to our country, to our safety and to this union. No commander in chief who do who did what he did and who put out the video that he put out in the midst of chaos, in the midst of mayhem, in the midst of insurrection should be allowed to stay in office. It is a disgrace. I'm appalled. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. We can do better and we must. And a new America dawns on January 20th, 2021. Thank God Joe Biden will have a Senate that will be one he can work with. Thank God that those that would subvert the Constitution, 121 Republicans in the House and about 12 in the Senate, You disgraced yourselves yesterday. You are not fit to serve. You should resign from your offices or be removed. To those Republicans like young Congresswoman Nancy Mace, Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, and others, and now even Mitch McConnell, but you're too late. And Lindsey Graham, just shut up and sit down because we don't want to hear from you. You said it back in 2016. If we nominate Donald Trump, he'll destroy the Republican Party and we'll deserve it. Boy, were you right. Because the Republican Party I knew, the one of Jack Kemp, the one of Margaret Chase Smith, the one of Dwight Eisenhower, of Ronald Reagan, of Gerald Ford, of George H.W. Bush, of George W. Bush, of Everett Dirksen. I could go on and on and on. The party founded by the great Abraham Lincoln, it's dead. You killed it. You ruined it. It's gone. I don't know what comes next, but something must come next. Something must rise up out of this mess. I'm angry today. We all should be angry today. And there must be an accounting for this unlawful, insurrectionist, seditious conduct. Donald Trump must be removed from office. He cannot stay in our house for another two weeks. Let me hear from you. Leave me voice messages. Send me tweets. Let me hear from you. God bless you. God keep you and God bless the United States of America.